We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a weather-ready nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 52. I'm Rando. And I'm Corey. And this is the Arctic Invasion episode. Ooh. Arctic Invasion. Is that like uh, the British Invasion? Well, I, I think, well, it could be close, but I think the Arctic Invasion is more up in the sky than on the ground. It's definitely colder. Uh, quite a bit colder. Yeah. That's been the big talk this, this last... Week everybody's talking about the big Arctic invasion. Well, I've down. seen a lot of posts on Facebook, and a lot of the uh, I call them clickbait sites. Yeah, are picking up on on it, and of course they're calling it the uh, what, what's the term we don't like the uh, Arctic uh, the, vor- the polar, uh, polar vortex. vortex. Yeah, that's what that's the term they use. I was like, yeah, yeah. it doesn't make me want to click, but everybody's sharing the polar vortex. Ooh, yeah, I need to add add music to that. I'll, I'll do what that. What is post. a polar? Vo- well, you know, I, when, when you say the word vortex, it, it makes me want to think of something rotating, spinning. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a tornado is a vortex. You know? Exactly. So, what's a polar vortex exactly? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, what I've seen is it's a derived term from a strong low pressure system, which technically is a vortex. It's you know, spinning or whatever that has just tons of cold air in it. I mean, polar vort. I don't know who coined that phrase. It's it's technically it not was a, the media. It's and the media. I know it's technically not a term. I don't know, but I bet you the Weather Channel will name it. I don't know. <laughs> but, well, I mean, the, I mean some part, some parts of the United States are expecting some some pretty good snow. You know, up in Michigan and Minnesota and all mm-hmm, that. They're, mm-hmm. they're uh, expecting up to a foot of snow. So that, that'll definitely get named because they name stuff like that all the time. Have you noticed that that all the snow that this entire season has been pretty much north of I-70? Yeah. Sure <laughs> St. Louis got hammered with a foot. Kansas City and St. Joe have been hammered a, a few times. I mean, the, the big blizzard, but then they've got like a couple more rounds since then with two or three inches apiece and then up in iowa and and up north i mean i haven't been really following a lot in iowa um it's cold snowy windy it's winter you know especially wisconsin it is for sure (laughs) now now i do have some friends in wisconsin they're canceling school this week due to the fact that it's gonna be so cold i don't blame you know wind chills under um minus 50 that's too cold to be outside you shouldn't even be outside oh gosh and when wisconsin cancels yeah. school i mean they're used to the cold winters oh, although yeah. the past few winters up there have been a little more mild than they're used to just like down here oh yeah yeah and they haven't gotten near as much snow in wisconsin as some of the other places have this this winter so according yeah. to yeah well i mean they North have Dakota. had snow but not 
what they would normally get at this time. Right. This time. Right. And like you like you just said, it's, it's been pretty mild. So this is kind of an not unusual, but uh, kind of not that common thing coming down. And and I made a post on the site what three or four days ago. It's like everybody's hyping up. It's like, oh my God, it's so cold. Well, it's cold. It's winter. Well, let I mean, me say a few words about that. Yeah. Twenty years ago, and I'm not going to say any certain storm or, or thing that took place, but I do remember. I mean, it's it's been this cold many many times. In yeah. The, you know, in the past twenty thirty years, but. Back then, we didn't have social media to embellish it. Ah, or, good, good point. Or talk it up and discuss it between. Uh, I mean, we talked at the barber shop about, yeah, it's going to get cold this week. And that was pretty much it. Uh, right, right. <laughs> so now, you know, the weather guys in TV, they know everybody's talking about it. So they have to talk about it a little more. Right. So see what I'm saying? It snowballs. You know, it's, for it's lack of a better term. Yeah, and then that that kind of breaches the hype thing because exactly. we never had hype years ago until exactly. we had this, and then now it's just like you know, uh, I mean, I mean this this invasion, this this cold air invasion is I wouldn't call it hype. Um, hype is more you know it's going to snow in three weeks, two feet of snow. No, that right, that's right. hype. But no, this is the, the it will get cold. It, it's going to get cold. And and I seen I've seen like wind chills. What is it in in Iowa and Northern Illinois, Chicago land, minus fifty or sixty or what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, they'll be in like, the negative. You know, just regular temperature. It's going to be cold, but right. You know, it, I mean, we're talking wind chill. We're not talking actual air temperature. Yeah, wind I mean, chill is going to be way down there for yeah. sure. But like I said, it's winter, and some winters are colder than others. Some winters are mild. Mm-hmm. Maybe we haven't been used to the cold you know and uh, with the few winters we've had in the past especially here right oh we have those polar arctic plunges that come through and they go away just like this one's going to and we get this weekend we're going to forget all about it that's the most bizarre thing that's going to happen i mean now last week the national weather service talked about a pattern shift toward the end of you know this week And it looks like it's going to happen. I mean, the you know, the old man winter, cold winter is is pushing his fist down into you know Missouri, and it's going to get cold. And then it's all that cold air is just going to retreat all the way back. And we are looking at highs around sixty on Saturday. Now this is Monday, all right. And and okay, let me back up. Okay, that that's the big warm up. This cold punch is coming in two waves. Now, today, we got the first wave, and nice little band of showers. I mean, radar was showing this front really, really nicely today, with just a little little, little band of light rain, and that's just from the dynamics of this whole thing, the, 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 the very, very cold air pushing up against that, you know, I wouldn't say warm, but it's like warmer air, and it just kind of squeezing out some showers and stuff. And then that wind changed to the northwest, and the National Weather Service issued a wind advisory. It's been very, very windy today. Although I talked to my mother earlier, and I asked her if it was windy, and she goes, nah, it's not that windy. So <laughs> It wasn't windy so much down here. We weren't in the wind advisory down here, but we would we, we did get a few gusts every now and then, I noticed. So yeah, I, I haven't been outside much today. But my, my mother's in Springfield, and... 
but but she said like about an hour later she she texted me back and said yeah the wind's kind of blowing but mm, yeah and like we've talked about before it's like on that plateau that Joplin area anywhere that I forty four that plateau is the wind is going to be you know a lot stronger than it is here so. You know, I mean, wind advisory, yeah, if you're going to get sustained winds of 20, 30 miles an hour or whatever, um, that's going to happen. And also the plateau is going to lend itself to some more precipitation. And didn't that happen the other day? I mean, we got nothing here in Branson, but we were getting things from on our Facebook page from Miami and Joplin. Got a good at least half inch over there. Yeah, and it was causing some trouble. And Joplin and Miami up to Nevada. Uh, even Springfield had a you know good dusting on the ground, so yeah, I we mean, had some flakes, but nothing really. I mean, it was a little warmer on sixty five into the east. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know there were some flakes. It was pretty, but but nothing that caused a headache for us, which is a good thing. No, and we were above. What were we thirty eight? I mean, we we're thirty eight. Yeah, we were somewhere around there. And and I think Springfield, um, you know, people were freaking out. It's snowing in Springfield. Well, yeah, but the temperature's actually about 34, 35. You know, it's not quite that. But you can snow that. I mean, easily oh, yeah, yeah. then. Yeah. You know, but... Oh, you can snow at 40. Sure. But on the flip side, at Joplin, they started dropping, and they were like 32, and that's when 31, that's when you're going to start getting And it was really weird. accumulating on the roads there. You know, I was I surprised. Was. Yeah, I was too. Those pictures, like, uh, like, is it your mom in Miami who sent that, or somebody sent that? Your one of your friends. Uh, I can't remember. But yeah, in Miami, and and the ground was yeah. almost white. I mean, not right. not deep white, but no, but, but it yeah. was definitely you could tell it was snowing. Yeah, and my my uh, sister in law Phyllis in Joplin. I mean, I I visited them on Thursday. Uh, I needed to get that last little vacation visit to go her uh, visit her in Joplin before I you know, I start work. Yes, I start work. The Hughes brothers, they fire up their show on February 5th. So if you're not doing anything, come and see the Hughes brothers. Maybe not opening night, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of like the, the the theater the theater thing they say, you know, never come and see a show on opening night because uh well, actually you should you know, because I that's have, when all the accidents happen. I have happen. many many <laughs> Years of experience in the Branson <laughs> shows as well. Yeah. And and in my experience, opening night went better than expected. The trouble didn't start till the second night. Yeah, because everybody got relaxed. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, this is fine. We got this. And then they let their guard down. And, and that's a typical theater thing for all the all of our non-theater uh, listeners, do <clears throat> you get overconfident because you get the the the, the adrenaline going and, and you've been rehearsing and rehearsing and, and rehearsing. And you have a bigger crowd the first night. Yeah, because they want to come see the Opening show. Opening night, sure. Yeah. But, that adds to your adrenaline. But, you know. but sometimes there's always those one or two little details that uh, you forget to address in dress rehearsal. And then you get there. Sure. And like, <laughs> but, you know, it's a live show. That's what you pay for. And exactly. it's it's very entertaining. And Hopefully they won't get snowed out much this winter. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I, I've talked to a couple of friends. And uh, they're saying, you know, maybe February is going to be more snowy. I, well, that's what the almanac says. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, almanac. But I don't but, uh, know. I mean, we're we're in this pattern. You know, l- l- let me back up. You know, we were talking about. Uh, you know, the, the, the cold, uh, the second cold blast coming tomorrow, Tuesday, by the way, we're recording this on Monday night, January 28th, but, uh, another cold blast coming in, but that second front is going to have some wind with it. And that's where the wind chill 
advisory is going to kick in effect Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Windchill warnings up north. Have you seen those up there? Up the, up no, northern, I haven't. Northern Missouri. No, I've been arranging. I've been those actually wind chill, working. Windchill <laughs> warnings up here, up there, closer closer down here, it's windchill advisory in Springfield and surrounding areas. But yeah. Not, but it, on Branson, it cuts off before it gets down here. It, it does. I mean, I mean, that doesn't mean it's not going to get cold. I mean. Because it, it will get cold. Yeah. Bring, bring those pets in. Yeah, and we need to bring out those graphics again or, or make, make some new ones. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's, I mean, the, here's the general rule in cold weather. If it's too cold for you, it's too cold for your pets. Bring them in. I saw a deal today where the, the Humane Society of Missouri recommends to bring those pets in if it's going to be 35 degrees or below. Some people would even bring them in if they were, you know, if it was going to be under 40, which is understandable. But for sure, 35 or below, you want to bring those pets in. Oh, yeah. Even if they're outdoor pets. I mean, when, when I grew up, I, I mean, I, I had a, a couple of dogs and they were all outdoors and they stuck around. Well, you know, if it's zero degrees, I mean, the air temperature is not going to get zero. We got to, we got to say that here. Uh, we're expecting a low of about 10, 11 or whatever, but you combine that wind, you're going to get wind chill and anything, you know, pets, people, could cause some problems. And even though the dogs and the cats, they have a big fur coat, they're not like the polar bear. <laughs> you know, I've been watching uh, planet, what is it called, planet Earth or whatever, and these polar bears live in Antarctica. Right. Well, they're designed that way. They mm-hmm. can do that. Your normal domestic pets that, that we have here in the Midwest can't do that. And even the farmers that have to go and tend to their cows and, and horses and stuff. I mean, and I understand some people can't bring their pets in because they would just wreck the place because they're not used to being indoors. But they got you got to get them out of the elements. You got to. Well, what my parents used to do is uh, they they'd open up the garage and put them in there and put some straw in there in their house and and they would be pretty warm. I mean, you can turn on some heat in there if you want to. Yeah, a dog house. I had a couple of dog right. houses. I mean, not personally, but my dog. They need did. insulation. They need something between them and the cold for sure. Yeah, or a garage. Put them in the garage. Yeah. Uh, anything give them, I mean, and the big thing is, especially when you get, now this is just common sense when it gets below freezing, uh, any water source they have will ice up and they won't have a water source. So you gotta, you gotta hit, you gotta hit that and just, just take care of your pets guys. You know, I'm not a cat person, but I don't want to see cats frozen. I'm just, you know, I just don't want to Brando own one. Is a heart of gold. Yeah, you know, I, I I do have this do have this heart heart of gold here. Well, I've been checking the models, and to be frank, they're all over the place. I mean, the GFS versus its cousin, which is the GFS FV3. Are they first cousins? Uh, I think they are actually. Uh, they're not brother sisters, so okay. they they've got to be cousins. Uh, the Canadian. The, uh, the Japanese, the JMA, there's the, the Navjet. There's all these models. I checked them uh, earlier this evening. Every single one is different for next week. I mean, it's I, I personally can't make a forecast out of that. Now, you're, you've been reading from your friend Travis down there in, what, Tulsa? And, My buddy Travis. He's, yeah. Uh... I respect him as a meteorologist. I really do. I watch him for severe weather. I watch him for any kind of weather. He came out with a graphic today. You know, it has it has the area several degrees below normal, and then it ramps up for the weekend. Going to be pretty mild, and then he has it coming back down after another cold front right around I think Tuesday or somewhere. Okay, around there. so another week basically. Yeah, 
I love the the name of his graphic. I, I, we need to use that term more often. What was it called? The uh, uh, winter whip or weather whiplash or something? Weather whiplash. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> which is exactly what it is. I know. Eighteen on Wednesday, sixty sixty two on Saturday. I'm gonna be in Dallas this weekend. We're gonna. I'm gonna be in the seventies. Oh, that's go. right. You guys are going bathing, down there. I'm gonna bathe in the sun. Get your tan and come yeah. back, and so we'll be in the frigid air. Yeah, yeah. Lucky you. Well, it's not gonna be bad here either. Well, not on the weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd be gone during the weekend, right? Friday through Sunday. Well, you know, if we ever have a bad uh, cold snap or whatever, you just need to, like, leave town. That'd be fun. (laughs) You go away. It'll warm up here. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I've I've had some uh, people talk talk to me. I mean, I've seen, you know, my Facebook feed and stuff, and people are saying uh, they're having allergies. And they say, how can you have allergies in the winter? Well, you can. They're just not necessarily pollen allergies they are um okay think about this when it's really really cold outside what do you do inside you run your heater more what does heat do dust it right evaporates the moisture out and you get a lot more dust so you have dust allergens going on so if you're susceptible to a lot of allergens yeah you can have allergies and matter of fact i've been taking claritin i mean i uh, I didn't take one today, and I'm kind of surprised I don't have my my proverbial frog. Mm-hmm. Thanks, you, thanks, mom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. Now watch after the weather school. <laughs> time now. <laughs> it'll it'll happen. It'll happen. But uh, yeah, it does happen. What I do, uh, it helps me quite a bit. I have a, a cold mist humidifier in my house, and especially when it's starting to get really cold like it's going to be tomorrow and the next day uh it goes through like a gallon of, of water a day uh, you know think about it a gallon of water inside your house and i feel fine and i think it really does help so that could be something to well, that when you're blowing it. heat into your house 24 7 in the winter it really dries things out you know and your oh, yeah. your, your system dries out mm-hmm. and i mean it's not necessarily allergies but it's just not normal you, you just don't feel right yeah, so those vaporizers or humidifiers, they, they they do a good job. Yeah, and your you body's know. response is, oh, I'm dry. Kunk, what's it do? Sure. Start putting mucus out there. And that's uh, that's where then you start sneezing because you're trying to make the mucus. And so that's what it is. You can have allergies year-round, dust mites. And what's good is you, you, you can get those fancy uh, filters for your furnace and your air, you know, mm-hmm. for the, yeah. the uh, allergens that – they're supposed to trap some of that stuff, but, you know, they say it does, but I don't know. But Well, I mean, I, I don't know either. I mean, I vacuum more, and also, you know, if you have your mattress or in box springs and stuff, I mean, that's never moved, so that's mm-hmm. going to be that. So anyway, there's our allergy allergy talk for, for this time. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm trying to think what's going on here. Oh, yeah, we have a weather school, and guess what the weather school's about this time? I have no idea. Something about a nor'easter, I bet. No, it's oh, that's about the weather word of that's the week. A... <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> I, I skipped down one. Wind chill. Wind chill. Yes, and because we've got all these wind chills going on, so I wanted to delve into it and find out the actual criteria and what to do and how to protect you if you go into into some kind of wind chill product from the National Weather Service. So let's get to the weather school. 
If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The National Weather Service has just issued a wind chill advisory for our area. What exactly does that mean? You've probably heard weather people on the TV news talking about the wind chill factor. The wind chill factor is the temperature that a person feels because of the wind. For example, if the thermometer reads 35 degrees outside and the wind is blowing at 25 miles per hour, the wind chill factor causes it to feel like it's 8 degrees. In other words, your 98 degree body loses heat as though it were 8 degrees outside. The wind chill factor is the same effect that causes you to blow on hot soup to cool it down. The movement of the air increases the soup's loss of heat by convection, so the soup cools down faster. For an inanimate object, wind chill has an effect if the object is warm. So, for example, say you fill two glasses with the same amount of 100 degree water. You put one glass in your refrigerator, which is kept at 35 degrees, and one outside, where it's 35 degrees, but the wind is blowing at 25 miles per hour, so the wind chill makes it feel like 8 degrees. The glass outside will get cold quicker than the glass in the refrigerator because of the wind. However, the glass outside will not get colder than 35 degrees. The air temperature is 35 degrees, whether it's moving or not. That's why the thermometer reads 35 degrees, even though it feels like 8 degrees. There are three different wind chill products issued by the National Weather Service. First is the wind chill watch. This means dangerous cold is possible and to be prepared. Wind chill watches can be upgraded to either a wind chill advisory or a wind chill warning. A wind chill advisory is issued usually when wind chill values are forecasted to be between negative 5 and negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit. A wind chill warning is usually issued when forecasted wind chill values are going to be colder than 20 degrees below zero. These products are issued because of potential life-threatening conditions. Frostbite is an injury to the body caused by freezing bodily tissue. The most susceptible parts of the body are the extremities, such as fingers, toes, earlobes, or the tip of your nose. Symptoms include a loss of feeling in the extremity and a white or pale appearance. Medical attention is needed immediately for frostbite and the area should be slowly rewarmed. Hypothermia is an abnormally low body temperature, usually below 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Warning signs include uncontrollable shivering, memory loss, disorientation, incoherence, slurred speech, drowsiness, and apparent exhaustion. 
Medical attention is needed immediately. If it is not available, begin warming the body slowly. Warm the core first, not the extremities. Warming extremities first drives the cold blood to the heart and can cause the body temperature to drop even further, which may lead to heart failure. Get the person into dry clothing and wrap them in a warm blanket covering the head and neck. Do not give the person alcohol, drugs, coffee, or any hot beverage or food. Warm broth and food is better. About 20% of cold-related deaths occur at home. Young children under the age of 2 and those more than 60 years of age are the most susceptible to hyperthermia. Hypothermia can sit in over a period of time. Keep the thermostat above 69 degrees, wear warm clothing, eat food for warmth, and drink plenty of water to keep hydrated. Alcohol will actually lower your body temperature. Some precautions to use during extremely cold weather are wearing layers of loose-fitting, lightweight, warm clothing. Trapped air between the layers will insulate you. Outer garments should be tightly woven, water-repellent, and hooded. Wear a hat. 40% of your body heat can be lost from your head. Cover your mouth to protect your lungs from extreme cold. Mittens, snug at the wrist, are better than gloves. And try to stay dry and out of the wind. The best way to avoid hypothermia and frostbite is to stay warm and dry indoors. If you have to go outside, then avoid overexertion. Your heart is already working overtime in the cold weather. The strain from the cold and the hard labor of shoveling heavy snow, walking through drifts, or pushing a car may cause a heart attack. Sweating from overexertion could lead to chill and hypothermia. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And now everybody should know all about wind chill. And if you go under a wind chill advisory or a wind chill warning, how you should dress and what you should do if you get hypothermia. So, there you go. And that's bad news. Uh, nobody wants frostbite or hyperthermia. No. I was looking, I was showing my son some pictures of frostbite because, you know, sometimes they go out of recess and, and the kids go, oh, I'm getting frostbite. I think I'll go in. I go, do you really want to know what frostbite looks like? <laughs> Let's take a gander at these pictures. Yeah. So, no, that's, that's not what frostbite was. No, frost, frostbite is way more intense and it requires medical well, attention. Well, it looks like burnt skin, basically. Which kind of is. Uh, yeah. What do they call that? Cryotherapy. I've had some set, you know, when you go to the dermatologist, that's that's what I've had. These little precancers, they put the nitrogen. I'm sure a lot of people have had that. They go, it doesn't hurt really bad. But that's cryotherapy, which in essence is freezing. Exactly. But that's controlled medical freezing, not just you being outside going, hey, I got frostbite. All right, so it's time for This Week in Weather History. So, Corey, what you got? I got several little things here, Not nothing real big. Of course, of course, we had the, the Space Shuttle Challenger 
exploded exactly one year ago today. I was in third grade, watched it live. Oh. Uh, some say that it was due to the co- extremely cold uh, temperatures of that morning is what kind of caused that. Uh, there's a new movie out that actually came out this year uh, that that kind of hits on the cold air that may have caused that. So, uh, Also, there was... Uh, Back in uh, 1967, Chicago endured its worst snowstorm ever. Ooh. And uh, the snow started at 5.02 a.m. on the 26th, and by 10.10 a.m. on the 27th, a record 23 inches of snow crippled the city. I figured they'd have their record would be more than 23 inches in 24 hours, being how it's Chicago. Right. But no. But that's an inch an hour for an entire basically 24 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's two, I mean, two feet of snow in one day. Yeah, they, had wind gusts. they had wind gusts of 53 miles an hour at Midway Airport during that snow. That would be a blizzard in my book. Oh, yeah. You had drifts from four to six feet throughout the city. Wow. Yeah. Also, uh, back in 1949, January 25th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Recorded 4.7 inches of snow. Nevada. Yeah. Which, uh, it brought their monthly snowfall to 16.7 inches. You know, you don't hear a lot about snow in Las Vegas. No. Uh, it ranks as their snowiest month on record. I, I would so imagine. So I would understand that. Well, they, you know, they don't get a lot of moisture over there. Or, the yeah, desert. it's kind of desert out there, yeah. So. Hmm. It's more snow than we've been getting, I'll tell you that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, here's something interesting. On January 22nd, 1904, uh, there was a uh, a train engineer northbound on Great Southern on the Great Southern Railroad, and all of a sudden he noticed that everything around him was had been uh, tore up. It was pretty damaged everywhere, just out of the blue, and he noticed something in the on the horizon. That looked like a wedge and had a phosphorescent glow. Ooh. Now, this was a tornado. And, uh, of course, it was a a 1904. Yeah. So, this tornado was glowing just after midnight. Why was was it glowing? They didn't have any electricity back. I mean, they may have, but nothing that would... That's weird. Yeah. But they're estimating, you know, that to be an EF4 by... Today's standards. Wow. Uh, this was in Mount, Mountville, Alabama. It killed 37 people. Mm. And that engineer had to stop the train due to all the destruction on the tracks and back it up 12 miles in reverse. And he had to send a telegram to alert the people around it to come help the city. Now, this is February? Didn't you say February? January 22nd, 1904. This, this week, duh. <laughs> But still, that's in the South. So, right. again, it, it affirms everything we've been saying. You can have tornadoes any time of the year. Mm-hmm. wonder if that was an El Nino year. We'll never know. Back then, you know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a long time ago. But, yeah, he saw a wedge. So, yeah, that would be a big, big tornado. What was causing it to glow, though? The only, man, the only thing I can think of that was it was after it to, midnight. Yeah, it would be intense electrical storm around yeah. it, like lightning. That would yeah. be the only thing I can think it's of. It's weird that they use the word phosphorescent, though. I mean, they Yes. Mean. So. Hmm. Huh. Phosphorescent. I have the technical meaning of phosphorescence. Okay. 
All right, <clears throat> let me clear my throat here. The technical meaning of phosphorescence is a type of photoluminescence related to fluorescence. But unlike fluorescence, a phosphorescent material does not immediately re-emit the radiation it absorbs. The slower timescales of the re-emission re are, so are associated with forbidden energy state transition in quantum mechanics, way over my head. <laughs> so let me get to... Oh, uh... Everyday examples of phosphorescent materials are the glow-in-the-dark toys, stickers, paint, and clock dials that glow after being charged with a bright light. So I don't know if a tornado can have a glow stick. Well, it's you know? very interesting <laughs> how they described it, though. Yeah, I mean, if it, 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 glowing phosphorescent, I mean, yeah. it's, not, 19, it's 100 and, 105 years ago. More than that, 1904. 114 years ago. Yeah. Well, it's 2019 now. Yeah. 115 years ago. Yeah. This, this, week. <laughs> this, this week. I got to tell you, and I apologize to all of our followers on Facebook. My fingers, when I do update posts, I my fingers still want to go to 2018. And I've been caught a couple of times. I've got it train my fingers to go 2019 because I'm afraid if I put 2018 people are going to start ignoring it and that's not what we do so I gotta I gotta quit doing that I gotta train train my fingers to go to 2019 <laughs> very interesting weather word of the week not weather word of the week we're getting to that in a minute we can weather history mm -hmm. so now let's get to the weather word of the week it's the weather word of the week and this week, Stormdar Weather, Weather Word of the Week is... I have no idea. Oh, Nor'easter. <laughs> it's well, Nor'easter, I let, remember now. Let me, let me rewind the recording. You go. <laughs> yes, Nor'easter. Well, a Nor'easter, it's a common type of winter storm. You hear about a lot about them on the news, on the night news. Nor'easter hit. Yeah, you know. big Nor'easter. It's a common type of winter storm that tracks parallel to the East Coast and can sometimes bring blockbuster snowfall. Mm. Blockbuster. Is that like a video store? It's in, well, it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although not all nor nor'easters produce snow. Which that's what I found interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. And nor'easter gets his name from the north northeasterly winds. Kind of figured that. Yeah. That batter the east coast when these storms pass through the area. I think it came from pirates. Maybe yeah. it's a nor'easter. You're most likely correct on that. As yeah, you know, sailors, not necessarily pirates, but sure, I would. would yeah, because it. it does. I mean, these things, what we call in weather terminology, bomb or it's bombogenesis. They get out over the like Hurricane Sandy was was mm -hmm. a bombogenesis out there, right over the uh, just east of the coast, and those things just tank and they just get so strong and we all know superstorm superstorm yeah they the winds travel blockbuster <laughs> well yeah I, I think some we'll ask mike we'll ask mike <laughs> but uh yeah the winds travel counterclockwise around a low pressure system and that's what these things are so think about it just east of new york like a hundred miles out into the ocean then you get this wind northeast wind from this thing just increasing in Bam! And just hits hits that. So uh, that makes makes a lot of sense. And speaking of Mike, you know it's almost February. 
Mr. Mike Griffin, you mean? I do. Our meteorologist, the real, the real deal, Mike Griffin, and uh, lead meteorologist of the yeah. Cleveland National Weather Service. And I, yes, I've, <laughs> I've been seeing his uh, Facebook posts and stuff, and apparently he's going to get hit really hard with this Arctic air, and he's had a blizzard. And well, that's exactly what we foreshadowed, you know, in the the day he was here, and we knew he was moving. And that's why we said, February, we're going to have you back on. Exactly. Because we knew something by February, he would experience <laughs> the coldness that is Cleveland in winter. The coldness that is Cleveland. I like that. That sounds like a book. We should do that. Yeah. The coldness that is Cleveland. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure which uh, which podcast in February that's going to happen. I haven't contacted him yet. So maybe, maybe the second week. Uh, yeah. Ne- next week's podcast is going to be a mess because I'm going to go into rehearsals starting Friday. Um, so we'll probably probably have a repeat on the weather school. I'm not going to have time to do another weather school. Or, or we could, you know, makes the podcast longer. Or we could just talk. We have lots of weather schools to choose from. Uh, we do. And I want to keep making more. So if you've got any suggestions, please just email us at stormdoorweather at gmail.com and give me some ideas because I'm just trying to pick weather schools that are interesting to people, that are common, uh, that maybe some people don't know about. I mean, uh, this week was was uh, wind chill. Um Last week was why is winter weather so difficult to forecast? I mean, just just common things that that uh, would be interesting to people. So, if you got any suggestions on weather schools, please, please let us know. So, you got anything else? I'm ready for the weekend. Man, shorts are going to come back out, and just for a couple days. Yeah, I went to the store earlier today, and I thought, you know. I just want to get all my stuff. I just want to stay inside mm. all day tomorrow. That's yeah. all I want to do. Yeah, that's, what, that's what you need to do. Yeah. The next couple of days. Well, you don't. You got to take kids to school. I do. And... It's cold, but I come back and work at home, so it's not it's not too bad. Yeah. So you're going to bundle up, put the, the hat on. and the... It was nine degrees last week when I took them to school once. You know, we had a little polar plunge last week. Nine degrees? Yeah. Wow. And we were only forecast to get down to 12, so I'm interested Uh-oh. to see how low we actually get this time because they're forecasting even colder wind chills this time around than they did last time. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. Now, tonight is there's, it's going to be cold, have some cold wind chills, but we're talking about really cold Wednesday morning. Um, yeah, that's when the we'll after probably below zero on those wind chills right here, maybe a few, oh, I'm a few sure. degrees at least. Yeah, around zero. I mean, if our if our actual air temperature is going to be around 10 or 11 if the wind blows over like 15 miles an hour we're going to get below oh yeah yeah but you know what i bet you're really warm because you've got a special storm dar weather jacket don't you? you know it's just part of me i wear it everywhere i get so many compliments at walmart do you really oh yeah i went to dick's five and ten or five and dime whatever that thing's called yeah and they they complimented how they follow us there, and people at Walmart just come up to and start talking to me. And then I have to unzip it and show them my shirt too, you know. So, <laughs> it's like, oh, look at this! You want one of these? I have the hat. Yeah. I, I was at Sunfest the other day, and and somebody stopped me. Uh, well, I was at Walmart too, but at Sunfest, and somebody stopped me and started talking. I was like, "Oh, cool! You guys are you're following us too." And if you have, if your business uh, would like for us to. Uh, we have business cards still. We can. We'll be happy to put some business cards out there. That's and another thing. Is business cards. We can put them in any any business. You know, we'll put, we'll 
we'll get you a little business card holder and just stick them, you know, promise. Yeah, I, we'll I, do I keep them in my pocket. So when people uh, ask about what, what, what is that on my jacket, I'll just hand them a business card, you know. Oh, perfect. And They're in my car. It happens a lot, actually. Yeah, so but, I got to keep them in my pocket. Well, we'll do. We haven't, we haven't like really talked about the business cards here lately, but what we will do, if, if uh, you don't mind, we'll, we, you know, we got the holders and everything. We'll sit, sit the business cards out at your place, take a picture of of you all and you and your staff in front of the storm door weather as storm door weather supporters uh we we must say our facebook page has over nineteen thousand people see it so if you're looking to increase your business or your exposure i would highly suggest you do that we don't charge anything for it it's our little promotion and it's uh, actually cross promotion we we promote you you guys promote us hey it's a win-win for everybody you know, and we have a lot of fans out there that that own businesses. So, yeah, you know, Scotty's Trout sense. Doc. Oh, that was a beautiful picture. You know, he sent. takes those pictures a lot. I haven't seen one recently up until yesterday. Really? But you know, I I talked to him about his pictures. He takes many many awesome pictures right on the dock. Of course, he has the awesome lake and the oh, they're gorgeous and the hills and the trees. And he's usually out there, you know, as the sun's coming up. I go, what kind of awesome camera do you have to take those awesome pictures? He, he just takes them on his iPhone. That's all he, right all he uses. IPhone. Yep. Wow. Well, iPhone. No, that's that's Lamar Patton at Scotty's Trout Dock. Yes. He's the he's the owner. Now he, I I know that the 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 iPhones record video in 4K. How about the megapixels? It's, I, mean, I believe it's 12 megapixels. 12. That's yeah. that's a lot. It's pretty good picture quality. I really in your need, pocket at all times. I need to update my phone, upgrade my phone. I'm still running an SE. It does record in 4K. It does. Um, yeah, which you're happy because, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when I do the videos, I mean, we got to give a plug to Hometown Daily News, uh, the radio stations here in Branson. And in Harrison, we do daily video updates. And after the podcast, I've got to make sure and go and record that uh, video update. So you can find us there, hometowndailynews.com. And find us there. Find us on Facebook, and we're all over the place. We have a good time. We're there for you. Well, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up, don't you? It's getting there. All right. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.